Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode two podcast. Alex B, Alex Boon Yavong, and Emmanuel Monaghi. We're here at Emmanuel's house discussing various topics. So, first thing I actually want to touch up on is uh, so are you Adidas or are you Nike, bro? Uh, I mean, look, uh, I like both, don't get me wrong, definitely appreciate both. If you had to choose a family, but like, I was, you know, you know, I was gonna get there. You gotta, uh, make, you gotta make them wait. You know, you gotta make them wait. Uh, but if I had to choose, uh, definitely Adidas. I mean, but you already knew that though. Bro, why Adidas though? Game. Why though? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can't, you have, you can't deny that the last two years, they've been low key cooking some things, putting some new ideas into the the industry. So. Uh, the creatives that have been doing that, you can't deny that they've been doing some work. So uh, that's one. Two, um, man, I mean, you've seen what happened with the shoe game last year. So, I mean, that's all I need to say. So what do you like So what do you like about the new designs and stuff and, like, who's been sponsoring it and advertising and all that stuff? Like, what's really... I mean, for me, like, I don't really care about all the names that they put into their branding and all that. It's just like I look at the shoe or the pant, the shirt. You see what I'm saying? The design, mm-hmm. and if I like it, then I like it. Maybe I try to purchase it or wear it. I don't. It's not like oh, Kanye made a shoe. I need to go get it. That's not. How I, feel. I mean, like I know there's a lot of people that think like that. I don't do that. It's either I like it or I don't, and I move on from there. You know. But you know, because just because Kanye made a shoe, people are gonna jump on it just cause. There are people like that. That's a fact. And that it's and that it does look different. Do you like Kanye's shoes, the Yeezy Boost? Cause you know he was he was Nike previously, right? That's a fact. Yeah. Uh, I I don't like that older Nike model uh, personally. Um, the thing is, is you look at the Adidas. If you just looked at their shoes, let's say we call it a shoe roster. Uh, if you look at that right now, you can tell a lot of the styles have been influenced by the Yeezy Boost that kind of came out. Mm. Um, do you like the Yeezy Boost? I mean, like I think it's the 350. 750. I would wear them. I would wear them. I like I like certain colors. I would wear them. Uh, but a lot of shoes kind of mimic that type of style. I mean, you could almost say that that shoe kind of mimics a Roshi a little bit too. But I mean, either way. Um, that kind of design, I I I like it. You ever tried a sh- you ever tried a Yeezy Boost on? I have not. I was uh, I was wor- I worked the other day, not the other day, a couple months ago, and somebody came up to me trying to sell me, I think the Yeezy, Yeezy Boost, I think uh, Oreo or something like that. And I was almost thinking about getting them, but then I realized just how many fake ones was out there, and I was like, yeah. I didn't know if it was worth it at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just passed on it, but I haven't I haven't worn one yet. So how much were they trying to sell you some easy boost for? I think it was like, well, this is the thing. It was, it was like one fifty, and I know you can you can sell them for a lot more. So that was one thing. And then I was looking online because I'm not too familiar with like how to authenticate those. Mm-hmm. And they said there's some of them, some of the fake ones made so good you don't even know if they're real. So I was like, you know. Okay, so I thought about it for a little bit. I didn't really want them that bad, so I didn't, you know, I didn't get them. I ain't tripping. 
So you got these uh, Adidas sandals on right over here, though. <laughs> yeah, I see you uh, with the so staying this, true. This dude with the uh, the Adidas fam over here. This so, dude. can you can you actually like um, date back to your very first Adidas or anything? Or what? <laughs> this dude know? really trying to he digging right now, man. <laughs> This dude. Hey man, I'm a digger. Bro. I mean, let's let me dig it up. Oh, for me too is like you know there was a point where everywhere I looked, like at least out here, everybody was rocking like Nike. Like I didn't see Adidas anything anywhere. Uh, I personally, you know, I mean that was cool and everything. Not, I'm not saying I wasn't wearing Nike. I still wear Nike, but. There was just something about the whole three stripes and like in my mind, I was like, there's so much you can do with that. You know, and um like what? I would like what you mean, like what you can do with the strike. I mean, you yeah. see what they're doing now, like where they be putting the strike. Like you see the track pants and what they did, and how they be changing the designs with that, and how now you know a lot of people like trying to wear pants like that. A lot of other companies are mimicking that and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, in my mind, that's what was in my mind is like you can really do a lot of things with those three stripes. You know, um so I'd say like maybe middle school. That's when I started to really kind of notice adidas you know what i'm saying like for me like there's still a lot of nike stuff i wear and want to wear it's not like i'm ever going to just completely pick sides i told y'all like if i like the shoe or the, the shirt or the pants mm. or the jacket i'm gonna wear it you know but eventually most of my stuff if i had to if you you know were to like quantify the two is probably gonna be adidas eventually one of these days let's say let's say you got a job at adidas okay <laughs> And they're going to hook you up with a whole bunch of Adidas stuff. This and they're going to make you. They're going to be like, all right, man, if you're this Adidas. Man. You, if, if you were part of the Adidas family, you, like, you can't be rocking Nike no more. Would you? Of course, I would do that. No questions Cancel asked. Cancel out all that no, Nike? No questions asked. You, would do, you wouldn't even wear it wouldn't even. It wouldn't even, be, it wouldn't even be a hard decision. Ah, what? Man. It would not even be a hard decision. I mean, that's. It's okay. All right. Um, name some, um, some like very famous adidas brand um wares that you you like to like look up to uh, keep up with well let me we're gonna start off with james harden i know some of y'all oh, yeah, might feel fun. a type of way about him but that's, that's still my guy james harden that's one uh i mean we might as well throw kanye in there but like for Wait, me- which which harden shoes do you have like which ones have you okay that's, um, a, that's a good question gone through I um I so I think it was either early this year. Oh, not even this year, man. The years fly. So hmm maybe last year at some point. Uh the the volume one James Harden basketball shoes came out. Um I went and got a pair. Um they didn't really fit right. You know, at this time I hadn't really got a whole lot of Adidas shoes. So I had to like understand the size and everything, but then the Black History Month James Harden Volume Ones came out. I don't know if y'all seen what they look like, and I had to get a pair. Like it, you know, it was crazy. Like I just saw them instantly. I was like, I don't care what I have to do, uh, I'm gonna get a pair. And then I get online, I find out you know that they're like out of stock, like almost immediately. And I found out they only made two thousand of them, like in the world or something like that. Like, in the shoe, like, the number that you have as the shoe is made is, like, printed on the inside of the shoe. But, you know, so I kept clicking for, like, a, almost a week. What? Kept re-clicking, refreshing. Like, I was checking hourly, you know what I'm saying? At one point in time, I was up at, like, 5 a.m. somehow. And 
it just had my size available, so I, I, you know, I had to cop that. Was that like a sign or something? It might have been a sign. It might have been like I was meant to have that. You know, so, that's kind of cool. How we do it. <laughs> that's actually kind of cool, actually. Um, so, Black History is that you said it was a Black History Month that you Black got? History Month, sure. Yeah. So how did that fit actually? Like, um, if was on your feet and all that. It fit good enough that I could wear it out. And that's what I do with it. But like when I tried to play in it, it was like a half a size, I'd say too big. So like it was just like kind of hurting my foot in some way. So uh, what size did you get? Uh, I think it was, um, might have been an 11. 11? Yeah. Should have been a 10 and a half? Should have been a 10 and a half. I mean, normally I wear like an 11 and a half for like Nike and stuff. But for some reason, that's just how the Adidas would fit me. I don't yeah, know. A little bit bigger. A little bit, a little bit. But they're cushiony, though, huh? Uh, very cushiony. Honestly, that's the thing about them. The cushion was crazy. Like, you know when you're wearing a shoe and you feel like you've been standing for a long time and your bottom of your feet hurt? Yeah, I don't I don't really be... That don't happen when I'm wearing those shoes. The Hardens? So. <laughs> nope. Wait, so what, what shoes do you ball in now? Now, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um... I mean, right now, I have these ideas, crazy explosives. Those feel like clouds, so that's what I'm rocking with right now. The all-white the all ones. All-white. Well, they Black were all-white. You know, they're getting dirty now, but that's, <laughs> you know, that's what I'm rocking. Compare, compare those, actually. Compare those to the, to the Hardens and um, give them, like, a rating on a, on a 10 scale between give the them, two. Give them, see, we digging deep right now. We really digging deep. You gotta, you gotta give them a rating. Experts. Okay, if I have... Shoe experts on shoe this expert? episode. You're right, you're right. We shoe experts. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, if they were both the perfect size, uh, I would say I give those Hardens. I give them. You said out of ten. Yeah. Shit, I give those Hardens like a. I give them like a eight point four, just cause they're a little heavier. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I give the I'll give the crazy explosives like a nine point one. Those shoes are pretty Dang. good. Pretty good, man. Now, guys, guys, if you don't know, right now, as of 2017, the crazy explosive uh, Adidas basketball shoe is actually the number one um, best performance shoe uh, for for Dick Sporting Goods, I believe, um, or just like in general at um, Dick Sporting Goods, um, just like all the convenience stores where you buy where you buy performance shoes. Number one best performance shoe is actually the crazy explosives. I got those. I have. I ball in those right now currently too. And if I were to give them my... Join the wave. You know what I'm saying? But hey, hey. Okay, can we... So, I if I had to choose between a family... I was about to ask you that. That's funny. He just did that. He's... Okay. We're going inter- to interview Alex B now, so... Now, if I were to choose a family, it would have to be Nike. We know that. You know, you know, that, you know that. So, do you want to know why? Let's find out. Okay. So, I mean... Bro, so even as like a, as a kid, bro, like it's just I, I've had a whole bunch of Nike stuff. I would say <laughs> just lots and lots of Nike stuff. I would have Adidas too, you know, some some champion every now and then. I, I give love to all the brands, but I'm just saying when it comes to the gut level, like do or die. If I had to choose a family, I'm choosing Nike, and you know why. Also, is because I also did a humanities project on on Nike, the goddess of victory. So, and which is very very interesting because I, 
So, uh, going into college, <clears throat> guys, going into college, I I always wanted to like overachieve at a lot, like a whole bunch of shit. Like I was about, like over, I don't know, overdo myself, not just everybody in the class, but mostly like myself, and I really care. So we had to do this project where we 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 in this in my humanities class where we um picked a certain topic about uh, mythology about um mycenae like any era of of humanity and so i picked the greek mythology of, of nike and i did this for a reason because i said in my thesis is that we can see though she is a god though she's a god that we can see nike every every day of our lives because people win and people lose in terms of like you know competition right what does it mean to be victorious um competition that the word competition tends to be up there with uh with victory the word victory right that's probably like you you associate the word victory with competition because you just do so I I compilated a video of just the most victorious championship winning individuals, teams. So, you know, you got Tiger Woods in golf. And guess what? Tiger Woods was sponsored by Nike. You got um, Kobe Bryant, you know, winning NBA championships because Kobe Bryant sponsored by Nike. And you have Messi. Messi is actually soccer, though. And then Messi is actually Adidas. So, but in terms of victory, like that's he he matched that that kind of heightened victorious um like level of championship winning kind of type you know bravada. So this compilated video was just just uh, bits and bits and pieces of you can see Nike in our everyday lives because we see victory in their everyday lives. And so when I gave my speech, my little spiel, people looked at me like I was a weirdo, bro. It was awesome. <laughs> it was... Because, <laughs> like, everybody was everybody was so scared to present. And like, I'm not going to say that I wasn't scared. Like, I, of course, I have, I have nerves too, you know, I, I, but good nerves. And so, like, I'm very... A big part of my personality is being being very motivational. So, like, I wanted to make it like a motivational speech and say that we can see Nike in our everyday lives because we, you know, if we compete, if you're a competitor, then you can see Nike. That's probably what you've seen. You'd be seeing the goddess of victory all the time, man. It's a beautiful thing. That's why I'd be liking Nike so much. Okay, but here, here, I got a question. Go ahead. On uh, side tangent. So, how much would you say shoes influenced your your style growing up growing up that's a that's a really good question uh and it's funny that you know alex asked me that because um i'd say right now uh shoes play you know a huge deal into you know shoes are everything outfit right uh but there was a time if we do a little flashback there was a time maybe in high school Maybe some of y'all knew me in some of these times. Well, that wasn't really uh, that wasn't really up there for me. Not because I didn't like them, it's just because like I didn't really notice them. Mm. I don't know why that was the case, but I just didn't really notice them that much. And then you, meanwhile, you had Alex B who had like eighty pair, eighty thousand pairs of shoes, and we everybody knew he had eighty thousand pairs of oh. shoes. 
And when you're around somebody and every day somebody's complimenting his shoes like multiple times a day, at some point you pick up on it. It's like, okay, <laughs> what's this person wearing? What's going on? Like, what is that? Can I have some of that type can thing? I, can I have some? You know, so, you know, I always, you know, aspired to have some, you know, type of the shoes that he was having and stuff like that. And then I found out how much you, how much money these shoes cost. You know, if y'all know Jordans, you know, you know, that's at least 150 a pop for some good looking ones, you know. Uh, so then I realized, okay, so I want these shoes, right? Because they look so dope. But like, you know, obviously I couldn't afford them at that time. So I was like, I just want my first pair, you know. But uh, I mean, as far as your question, man, shoes at some point became everything because you can save a really bad outfit with some really fly ass shoes. Why is that though? Like, can we fucking, can we touch on that? Like, Man, I don't know, man. Isn't it's crazy, that's, that's really <laughs> because it's so it's so true. I don't know, like the, like it's feet we talking about too. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's like the judgment just goes right out the window when you have a fly ass pair of kicks, but your outfit be bum as fuck. <laughs> like it'd be bum as shit, yeah. and then you have a dope ass pair of sneakers or some nice ass pair of boots or something. I don't know, and you like you you can you can hang, like you can kick it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why it works like that. Um... We not we not go name names, but I know uh, I know a girl who actually let's be real. There's a lot of girls out there who will dismiss dudes based off what's on their feet, man. Uh, and they will they don't they might not tell you to your face, but they will talk about that stuff with their girls and other people. Like, yeah, if this dude wearing this, I ain't even gonna talk to him. Type thing. That's a real life thing. Seriously. Now I don't mean you should go and get some shoes that look quote quote cool and stuff so you can save yourself from that. But I'm saying, no, you should. Yes. <laughs> hey, I didn't say it, but that's the thing, man. That's somehow that's the thing. So um, that's not what motivated me. To get into shoes for me, it was like you know, you know, from the outside looking in, I just liked the shoes, you know. And then I later found out, oh, uh, okay, so maybe girls like shoes. That's cool. I like shoes too, you know. So it worked out that way for me. But uh, that's definitely a thing, man. Like, okay, if what what would you say is the loudest like pair of shoes you have in your closet? Listen, you might as well just go look. All right, let's, all right, let's go Not check. Lex, I'm, I'm going to look. You can just chill while I'm looking. All right, he... Loudest pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. He going in his closet right now. I already know. It's already... Uh, right now, man, uh, they're not the cleanest shoes ever right now, but... At one point in time, it was the Carmine Sixes, man. Those, oh. those aren't that loud, though. Those they, are actually... You right, but, like, for me, like... What's in my closet? That's loud. Uh-huh. And when I, making sure I understand, you say loud, you're talking about like a shoe that kind of pops. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Uh-huh. For me, uh, I would say that pops mm-hmm. uh, just because of the color scheme. Um, white and red. White and red. I, I kind of like the contrast in my shoes. That's kind of what I rock with. Mm-hmm. So, But for me, I'd say that's the loudest unless you disagree um, as far as my closet goes. Okay, yeah, as far as your closet. That's goes, what I'm yeah. saying, my closet, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's the loudest pair of shoes that I got, but... He's a simple man, you know, but he be, uh, he be, he, be, he still be fly, though. Hey, what a... Nah, hey, t- nah, ah! <laughs> so, okay, all right. So, how many pairs of uh, Adidas compared to um, how many pairs of Nike shoes do you have? Do, Excellent do you think? question. I would say, if we looked at my inventory, uh-huh. uh... Yeah, actually, that's a really good question. All right, MTV Cribs, you can't really see anything, but, you know, uh, take... Yeah, take everything's them. all scattered, but I'd say right now, uh, we're looking at, let's say, I'm at about, I'm at about maybe 70% Nike, 
30%. Actually, let's go 80% Nike, 20% Adidas. But that 20% is growing, though. Mm. Uh, just he be saying that he Adidas family and all that shit, man. Oh, my God. He's looking at Adidas shoes right now online. Alex be hating. I'm not. <laughs> he thought he so look I'm just just for Alex we gonna log in here just hey man you know you Nike for for now you just, you for now that's what I'm saying but like it's a gradual talk Nike. about the future and the gradual progression that's what's going on so if you look at the gradual progression you know obviously recent you see that he so said gradual I, progression verified right uh, let's look at these other products that uh, you know I just got too so boom you know proof is in the pudding you know we just adding a little more to the collection so now Alex seen it so when I say at twenty percent approaching thirty percent is real. That's actually life. really nice. Hey man, look, you know, taste comes with time, especially when you got Alex B. Uh-huh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, man. What, what about you though? Is what's that inventory looking like? Shit. Jordans and Nikes mostly. And then like I would say like maybe um about let's say I have around thirty to forty pairs of shoes. Okay? And so, which is actually small compared to lots of other shoe collectors that I know out there. But I would say about maybe seven are under 10, at least, are Adidas. Everything else is Nike and Jordan. That's just me, though. And then, like, I got some boots and some nice, <laughs> some nice chukas and some, some J Ferrari, you know, some, some nice slick shoes to go out Question in. Question for you. So, okay. uh, we have noticed you don't be wearing your J's as much as you yeah. used to at one point in time. What you want to talk about that switch and what led you to change, yeah. make those changes that you've made over time? Yeah, that's actually, um, I'm actually really glad you brought that up because I felt like, <laughs> okay, I felt like J's were getting too hype. Okay, mm-hmm. I felt, but look, don't don't get me wrong though because that's I'm right. a I'm a love J's forever and like. I I I for, forever will love Jays, but currently if I'm just gonna rock Jays just cause because I'm feeling it, it's gonna be my favorite pairs. My favorite pair of Jays is my Elevens, um, most you know the mid top, the mid cut, and my it's my Concords or my Brits. Mostly I rock my Concords whenever I can, but I don't want to bring those. I don't want to bring those out that much. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a it's a very high resale shoe. It's a very hot commodity type product and all in all like i as i started seeing the the jordans um fanatics growing in in my community like i don't know i like being different and so i like being just kind of not with the crowd so much so if jay started hyping up i'm gonna dial back on jay's you know i'm gonna start rocking more adidas or some some nikes maybe some um some Throw it back to some K-Swiss or some or some some Reebok. You feel I me? Gotta, I gotta you know say something here because thinking about Alex and you know he was telling y'all about how he you know he likes to be different. Um, I feel like there's a balance when it comes to being different. I feel like some people want to be different so bad that they're forcing it. Uh, with Alex, you'll notice it's very natural. You know, if he you know let's say you're about to go pick him up and go out. You don't know what he's wearing. You don't know what's going to be next. You just know that it's going to be futuristic because he always going to be two years ahead of you, you know? Oh so I don't question that no more. We don't question that. My bad. I said I. Um, so that's the thing with him. It's very natural for him to mix it up, you know, mix in a little new with a little bit of old. Uh, you even notice that when he's playing music, you know, he was surprised you with the music taste and then he'll throw it back one time too. So 
that's definitely something you'll notice with Alex B. But anyways, carry on. Damn. This dude observant, bro. Hey, bro. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember the days when we would rock, when you would rock like... Oh, man. I, I knew this was going to happen. In, a, in, a, in Adidas pair of shoe and like your black and white Nike socks or something. And then like... Oh, hey, 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 all right. I was ready. I was ready. <laughs> we can talk about that. All right. Hey, what was uh, what was going through your mind back then, man? Let's let me just say this, man. Um, I mean, first and foremost, I'm not hating on anybody that wear Adidas shoes with Nike socks. No, yeah. That's for me, personally. I know other people might feel a certain way, but he's for not. Me, but I am. You know what I'm saying? Alex is a hater. We we already established this in, within the first two minutes. Not hating. Uh, it's so like, for me, I didn't even. I already told you, I didn't even care about the socks. I didn't care about the shoes. I don't even know if I cared about what I was wearing because if you if you could dig up some Facebook photos of what I was wearing, you gonna see I didn't care what I was wearing. So uh, that was one. But now if I do it, it's probably because of uh, lack of resources. Like, yeah, I would like to go and buy like thirty pairs of Adidas socks and then thirty pairs of Adidas shoes and then. 30, if I, then if I have Nike socks, I'll buy Nike shoes and Nike pants and sweats and shirts and jackets and hats to wear with those. But the amount of money you need to really make that work oh, yeah. versus the actuality of like what you need to do to get by and still look good doing it, mm-hmm. that's the balance where I'm at. So you might casually slip in every now and then. Uh, but for the most part, uh, I don't do that as much as I did at one point in time. Bro, you want to know what's crazy? I will like I'm not gonna say that I am not a byproduct of that notion either because I was wearing my Adidas crazy explosive shoes and I had Nike socks today. So hey, but I was big ah, hey, but hey, I'm just saying I'm all Nike'd out from the feet up, um pretty much. And then I had, you know, Adidas basketball shoes. Like a light it's not about I would say if, if you're performing, if you're a really, really good performer in terms of a sport, I don't know. Sometimes uh, people could give a shit. Yeah, they let you slide. Man. You know, people yeah, give a shit. They all treat people the same, man. Not everybody will get the same treatment. Okay, um, so this is actually like um, this is like a thing in terms of performance-wise for me is that if I if I'm wearing like a if I look like sometimes if I look like trash and I know I look like trash. I, I might not perform as well. Hmm. Does like is that does that same thing? Oh, of course. For you, when you know when they say look good, play good, or do good, or you know whatever you know, um, that's real life. I, I mean, I mean people talk about confidence all the time, and like, uh, I mean, confidence pulls from many different areas, and one of those is like how you feel about how you look. So you know, even for me when I'm playing, like I mean. I would say my gym inventory could use some work, like, because I just don't care what I'm wearing as much to the gym, more so now. But when I feel like I'm wearing some fly shit to the gym, uh, it definitely, I feel like it definitely can add to my performance too. I know a lot of dudes and girls can say the same, but I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's uh, like I try to think about it, I try to really ask myself, like, why? It's like a mental thing, you know? Because look good, feel good, and then do good, right? Mm-hmm. So, can, all right, if you were to say, let's say, let's, let's, let me ask you a question about, 
like what are your favorite colors like what what what's the most uh kind of color that you like you tend to go to in terms of like what looks good on you like your skin tone whatever blah 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 you know like what kind of advice can you give to to the people out there in terms of if they're trying to boost up their their style out there what what would you say okay that's a really good question um i'd say i mean honestly more important than what uh you might feel like the people around you want you to be wearing it's like you really have to be comfortable wearing what you want to wear first. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that doesn't mean don't try new things. Of course, try new things and do it your way. But that's the most important thing. You know, it don't matter what you're wearing. You got to feel comfortable doing it, you know. But uh, for me, you know, um, I used to just wear a lot of random colors. Maybe it wasn't the you know greatest combos. Um, I don't know how long I was doing. I'd say maybe, you know, senior year, freshman year of college, sophomore year of college, stuff like that. Um, but I feel like from doing that now, I have a better sense of maybe what I should wear and whatnot because I was just, you know, really experimenting, just wearing a lot of, you know, random stuff you wouldn't think you would put together, you know. But I didn't have a lot I was working with, so, you know, it taught me a lot. So for me, I'd say the biggest thing is, like, really try to wear different things, you know. Like, mm-hmm. like you don't have to just go online, go type in outf- type in an outfit and then try to wear that exact outfit. Like some of y'all probably see a mannequin at a store or something and try to look like that. Like that's cool, do that, you know, but like you can take that expression to a whole nother level. So I'd mm-hmm. say try new things, you know, but um, you can never go wrong with some black and white though. Some black and white, that's that's a good, yeah, the neutral color scheme. So if you were to actually pick a color instead of neutral color scheme, what would you say is uh, your some go-to colors man, or just I'm, a color I mean look so. man I I wear there's I mean red pops up in my closet a lot uh, I don't know if I can identify like oh red my favorite color maybe it's me being in denial I don't know but red pops up in my closet a lot uh, so maybe that might be the answer to the question you're asking but uh, I like some colors of blue too like I definitely like colors um but when it comes to colors, you know, I like to pull them off, you know, the right way, have them kind of match a certain type of way. Uh, I'd say for me, actually, at one point, I would try to match things directly where I was like, oh, if I'm wearing a green this, I got to wear, you know, have that same color green somewhere. And I was like a stage. And then at some point I realized, like, it's not even about directly matching. Like, sometimes it's like, oh, this color might go well with this color, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And those blends, I feel like those add to um, certain looks. Um, I don't know what you think about that, but that's definitely something that I noticed. You know what's a color that you actually, I don't know if you, you didn't bring it up actually, but a color that actually re- looks really good on you is uh, like a like a olive green, you know what I'm saying? Like the earthy green color. Like it actually looks good. Like that picture... Um, from uh, like Kofi's graduation or whatever, like oh, that jacket. Okay. I see what you're yeah, so like it goes good with uh, like your skin tone too. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It just it it looks it complements. It's like very complimentary in that sense. Like, so that's something that I actually had to bring up about you. In terms of, but in terms of me though, I always love neutral colors no matter what. Um, but if I had to choose a color, um, I I'm like the basic basic dude that I, lo- I love blue you know i do That's love the color mm-hmm. i love blue and 
shit, man. Like growing up, it was all about shoes for me. Like I oh we know yeah I was just <laughs> I was seriously in love with shoes. I would wake up every every weekend. So every time I would spend the night at my cousin Georgie's house, uh, my aunt would actually go take us to the mall the day of that we woke up that that morning. And we'd go to the mall, and the first place I would go to is Payless Shoe Source. You know, as a kid. Like, Payless Shoe Source was my shit. <laughs> Those light-up shoes that you'd be seeing that all these kids oh, wore, like, man. hell yeah, I took that to a whole nother level. I'd be getting new. I don't, see, I don't know what happened to all those shoes, though, because... <laughs> he said, I don't know what happened. They stopped lighting up, bro. That's oh, man. No, I would get, like, every time, like, I would always ask her, if, like, NT, can I, uh, can I get some... Can I get some shoes? Can you buy some shoes for me? <laughs> and, and so here's the thing. When growing up with me and uh, my cousin Georgie is that we, I would always want to go get shoes. He would always want to go get toys or like a game or something. Mostly games. I know, right? Yeah. Shoes. But now, now, like, now he'd be into shoes and stuff. Like every, when he grow up, when he grew up, he'd be way into shoes. He knows how... Uh, how important that is and to late bloomers, man. Man's asset. So, how how good were you at giving speeches and talking on your feet? Actually, um, during school or during anything, really. Honestly, well. I would just say, like, I come from a family that was pretty outgoing. Um, so I feel like a lot of that for me was very natural. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I did, I mean, I do watch people who I feel like have talent when it comes to speaking. I try to, like, pull from, pull anything I can from the way they talk or the gestures and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in, in terms of thinking on my feet, I mean, I don't know, man. There's something really fun about that. I like, I like thinking on my feet, you know. Um, I would say there's a lot of speeches in school, and I'm sure y'all can relate, where I would just, you know, you're supposed to type it out and have it all structured. I would just wing a lot of those, man. Like, to me, it was like either you want to talk about what you're talking about or you don't. To me, it was like what made me want to talk about it more was me almost like just just, just doing improv, you know? So um, an example of that, uh, I mean, I my senior project out here, improv, just wing that too. Uh I think Calm 101, we had speeches. I would just wing those, too. Shout out SJ, man. He knows. He's in my class. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, even some like type of, I'd say, research stuff that I've had to do, just being a biology major and everything. Uh, you know, I wing those, too. They all turned out well. You, you wing you them? Know, wing them. Well, like, the thing is, obviously, like, the thing about me is I would try to internalize what I'm talking about. That way, it comes out really natural. You know, okay. if you just memorize a speech, I feel like people can tell you're just regurgitating something and it's like mm-hmm. less personable, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you like really absorb what you're trying to talk about, yeah, whatever it is, and then you spit it back out, you know, add some type of contextual flavor to it and people receive it. But that's something I've noticed. Uh, the moment I feel like I really evolved speaking wise was when I used to be an orientation leader at Boise State. And they wanted us, they picked a select few of us to do speeches in front of uh, the new students and their, um, their parents. And, you know, we we're supposed to prepare these speeches and do all this stuff, man. I hope, you know, <laughs> none of my uh, my old bosses listen to this. But anyways, we, uh, so we were supposed to prepare these speeches and everything. Uh, 
And the first day I go up there, I look up there and you really can see the people, but there's like at least like 400 people sitting there looking at you and it's like quiet. You know what I'm saying? You can, you would hear a mouse. And that's when I realized like, man, it's crazy. Like all these people listen, all these, all those things that go through your head. And I was like, you know, like I thought I had something prepared to say and I really didn't. So I just started talking like how I talked to anybody else. And it was crazy because like I thought I really screwed up and I thought I didn't say anything or whatever. And I thought I wasn't smooth, but the amount of parents I had come up to me, like, you know, and say, like, that was really dope and I, I was inspiring. Like, I can relate to that. That's when it changed, man, because that's when you realize, like, you don't know who's going to pick, like, you know, take something from what you said and have it, you know, be really important to them. But I don't know, man. Dude, I love that because so here's so when you were when you were talking about that, here's what um what came to my mind is that so one of my my professors at school, he when he was giving one of his lessons, he said, okay, here's how you audition, all right? So here's is a lot of, you know, new people tend to get pretty nervous and bring a lot of angst to, to an audition. But here's, so, so a girl came to his, to an audition with him. They, she auditioned for him. And she, you know, she came there and she, she did her thing. And then after she was done, she's like, Oh, you know, I'm sorry. Like, uh, blah 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 blah. Like, I, I just got from an accident and just, um, like, I'm sorry, I was late. Apologizing for this and that or whatever. She's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. He he stopped it right there. He's like, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. What, what did you do just there? She's like, I was just explaining. You know, I was just talking to myself. He said, yes, do that <laughs> in your audition. The more you do that, it's. It, it's more resonating because it's more real, you know, because wow. the thing about theater is that, um, so here's what I the thing about theater is that it's, you want to play it truthfully, you know, people think we're just pretending on stage, like it's just all pretend. I'm not going to say that it's not a lot of pretentious stuff, but the thing is that we're playing real tactics and emotions. We're trying to get somewhere, you know, and it's, we're, it's, uh, cause if you're gonna tell someone to bull, like to bullshit, we all everyone knows it's bullshit already. Facts. Okay, everyone knows it's bullshit. When you come there, you're not being genuinely, you know, you 100 percent. As as far as we know. That's a fact. So, whatever she did after that audition, where she's like, oh, blah, 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 like, oh my my car did this, blah, blah, blah. she's like, wait, 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 do that in your audition. That's <laughs> what I want to see. Wow, man. Yeah. Um, I was actually listening to a podcast early earlier um, about just how voice is the future, and because how how people in the the olden days, you know, generation before, people lived for for the radio. Mm. They would hear everything. They hear they would come. Even Shakespeare back in the day said, "Come hear a play." He wouldn't say, "Come see a play." He would say, "Come hear a play." So voice, I would say, is it's it's a it's a huge thing. It's very important to develop your your way of speech and the way you articulate words. You know, so the more we this, this is why I wanted to start a podcast so I can help articulate words and express myself and my thoughts and my opinions better. Wow. You know, and then having friends like Emmanuel uh, coming in and chiming in and giving his opinions and thoughts because. I honestly believe that I have like the best group of friends around and like no one can tell me otherwise. Hey. 
<laughs> we got to get copious on one of these. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I told every single one of my friends in my groups. Oh. I, I literally texted you. I texted Kofi. I texted Sajad. I texted uh, Marcus. Like, you name it. Whatever. Like, maybe there's more. <laughs> but, hey, yo, tell me. Like, I, I like, hey, download this app. We'll, we're doing podcasts. We're going to talk about anything and everything. Yeah. So, um, Kofi going to be on it sometime soon. Hey, everybody going to be on it. Everybody going to be on it. Be yeah, it's going to be something. It's going to be something nice. But yeah, that's... Uh, I'm just saying that voice is very important. And people will judge you on how you articulate your words. Like They may down your intelligence just because you can't speak very well. You know, so And so if you live in America, you do have to speak English. And I, I feel very bad. I feel like I feel sorry for lots of people who come into America uh, at a certain age and they can't, you know, um, pick up English um, as well yet. Because I, did your parents? I actually, you know, before you ask that, I have a something to say about that. I was definitely uh, growing up. I noticed there's a way you view people who can't speak English very well. But if you intellectualize it, you, they already know a whole other language. Yeah. English just is not their go-to. So to you, for you or anybody out there to look at somebody and be like, oh, they're not as intelligent as I am Mm -hmm. because of how their English is coming out. That's like naive, ignorant, whatever word you want to use. Because in actuality, they're doing something novel because they don't speak English, you know. So I've always admired, you know, that effort that they would always put in to do that, just to try to assimilate into American society. You know, that's me. But anyways, you can ask what you're going to ask. Oh, this is my little piece. What was, what was your first? Did you speak any language besides English? Oh no, up? we all English around here, man. Um, but your parents, how did they okay. come to, uh, like America, and how did they develop their English? Okay, wow. You know? Well, so I mean, for my case, I mean, we Nigerian, so, um, they already speak English over there from a young age. Obviously, like they have their own slang and everything like that, but they speak English. The, in school, you know, everything's English. So, um, they, I mean, they all got the accent and everything, but it's all English. So, um, but my parents knew um, how opportunities can be limited when you don't speak English. Uh, so, they always try to make sure we could speak English uh, off the bat. Um, but that's kind of how it was for us growing up. What about you? What do you mean, what about me? So, like, you know, in, in my parents, in the country where they came from, uh, everybody already spoke English. When they came over here, they already spoke English, you know? Uh, obviously, with the accent, but they spoke English. Is that is that how it was in... in um... For my parents? Yeah. No, man. Not really. How was that? They, it, was just, it was a struggle, you know? They had to, um, they had to get sponsored to even move, to get to move here. And even that was just that took that was a struggle. Hmm. So, like, so they didn't. My dad, you know, I always I would like to bring this up. Um, dad, dad was a janitor at Micron while mom was doing <clears throat> that basic, um, I don't know, stuff that mach- the machine does now. Mm-hmm. You know, you know when they did Micron did that whole. Um, thing that lapse of just um people being unemployed because oh, they had the, mis- the layoff thing. yeah the la- yeah the, uh, the layoff yeah. so uh lots of people who were sponsored from other countries did that job at micron like my mom 
and my dad was a janitor. So they like I, I don't have perfect parents, you know. I don't have perfect parents, but I think I was parented perfectly. <laughs> you know, I I would give them that credit that they, like they were they weren't perfect parents, but it's like really good parenting to me and my little sister. And then like I I guess it was just a bonus that I had an awesome set of grandparents who also who actually raised me mostly growing up because that's who I spoke spoke uh Laotian with um was with my grandparents. All they could speak was Laos. And so my parents could speak both, but if I was at home, which I was most of the time growing up, I would speak Laos, Laotian with my parents, with my grandparents. And and Y'all don't know this, but my, my, my best friends know know this, is that I, so Laos was my first language, and when I applied for school here, um, they almost diagnosed me as deaf. Mm-hmm. It, so, because uh, when they would try to speak English to me, I wouldn't say anything back because, I, you know, I didn't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would just look at them. Yo, I can picture that, man. And my dad. My dad, they tried to tell my dad that, and my dad was like, no, 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 he's not deaf. He just doesn't speak English. He doesn't know what you're saying. That's why we're trying to enroll him in school. Oh, man. Yo, I'm going to tell you, though, like, I learned a lot of English, actually, from just watching TV. Wow. Like, lots of English from watching TV, movies, you name it. Was that, how was that, how was that for you? Um... I mean, I just got to say, first of all, you know, look at Alex B. now, you know, you almost would oh. never know any of the things he just said. Uh, but I mean, I'm I'm laughing just because I, <laughs> I could picture him as a little kid just like, looking at me, man. <laughs> I'd be like, who is this kid, man? Somebody come get that. Nah, um, but no, nah, I, I would definitely say that's dope. I've always appreciated and admired that. You know, for me, obviously, I just, you know, New English off the bat, so I don't really. Uh, I mean, for me, it's different. You know, obviously, my parents had their own languages and stuff, and how they talked. But like, you know, um, obviously, I didn't go through what you know you went through, Alex. But uh, I've always had an appreciation for that. So that's kind of just how I treat people, especially if they don't know English very well. I don't, you know, there's, you're never gonna hear me say, "Oh, you know, this person, you know, don't know English," and then have any snappy comments about them. That's not me. Um, but, uh, definitely, definitely respect anybody who had to learn English to, to get by around these parts, you know, but mm-hmm. yeah, man. So let's, um, about to wrap this up real quick. Emmanuel got to go to the gym and do some, do some drills. You guys already know. Yeah. So before I uh, wrap this up, I want to give shout outs to everybody who listened to our podcast last, last week. Like everybody, you know who you are. Um, shouts out to to homies, Amer, um, and and Jen, and Nico. Oh, and Jose, Jose Marine. Um, everybody just show nothing but love. And we actually, honestly, if you guys didn't know, we honestly did that in my living room. That first podcast. It's not. It's nothing special. Like all I have is my iPhone Seven product reds. Um, phone and you can download the app anchor and just make your own podcast if you're thinking about starting a podcast this is all you need it does all the hard work for you so you just press record you know and then it just posts 
everywhere for you, and this, which is awesome. So, yeah, if you want to, you have any questions to ask us about, you know, our perspectives on life, point of views on anything, we're we're gonna be we're gonna be here, be back next week with uh, with another episode, and uh, real quick though, question of the day, what you want to ask? You want to ask the question of the day? You want me to ask a question? Yeah, since I ask so many questions. You um, know, honestly, you might have to lead the way on this one. I don't have a question in my head, but if you got one... Leave out. Uh, okay. So, all right. How about an everyday tip? So, how do you get... Mo- so, lots of people, believe it or not, uh, tend to lack lots of like motivation. But you know why people lack motivation? No. It's it's like spikes, you know, motivational spikes, right? Mm. Like we studied this in psychology is that people can have like motivational spikes through either energy, emotion or whatever. Like motivation comes in uh like sometimes you get a surge of motivation out of I don't know, maybe a YouTube video or like a movie or something like that. That's a fact. But what um but he, do you know what is permanent though compared to motivation? What contrasts with motivation and what's permanent? I feel like I know where you're going. I don't know what the word is called. Uh, so if you want to help your boy out, that'd be... Drive. 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 I heard E.T. talk about this. He uh, he said it in one of his, his talks. Is that you he's like, motivation comes. Motivation comes and goes. You know, but drive. You're always... You'll, you can't, can't go to the store and buy drive. So what makes you wake up in the morning like wow what drives you you know what makes e-man e-man <laughs> this man uh man i don't know that's uh that's quite the question there but for me i mean i'll keep it really simple um i know where i'm at right now um I've I don't have like specific places and things that I want to be and be doing uh like down to the T as far as like where I see myself in like 10 years but there's there's things that I want to accomplish on a conceptual level and things about myself that I want to work on uh what I'm doing occupation wise uh or in my community or whatnot or even on a larger scale than that uh is not necessarily the most important thing, but I I can tell you for me, uh, I I want to make it easier for the next generation in some type of way. So, for me, you know, at some point, going you know, start getting really involved with kids and um, many different ways and stuff like that, and just passing on the knowledge. You know, um, that's the most important thing. Obviously, you know, we all got to have you know jobs and everything like that. But like, the most important thing to me is like legacy. You know, and like. Mm-hmm. When my name comes up or something, it's not about, oh, he was a cool guy. Like, that's great. But, like, to me, it's like, you know, he really passed on some type of knowledge or or legacy to somebody else for them to pass on to somebody else. That's really the goal. That's the simple version of what I'd say uh, drives me. But um, I don't know, man. What about Alex B? What drives me? What drives Alex B? Shoot. Everything you said actually resonates with me. Leaving a legacy, passing it on to future generations. Because what what I tend to um, observe is whether this is what I want to surround myself by is people who want to do good, 
and be good, you know? So um, it's a certain level of being an example for somebody else, you know? And that's what I, like how I see the people who I'm really close with, like especially my best friends, like if they're setting, setting an example for somebody, somebody else besides himself, that self, um, selfless act in its own is something that just kind of uh, what drives me is that selflessness is to like the the Eastern philosophy says um, the, um, the four four key concepts in in life is knowing and then being doing and sharing mm. so that's something i always try to keep in the back of my mind um whenever i you know wake up because i feel like i have purpose my purpose I got, i'm willing to die for my family like i'm willing to die for my friends i take a bullet for any single one of them so like that's what drives me is that i i have something and somebody to live for and it's not just one person it's mo- it's a f- mul- multiple people it's a community you know and i i think it's cuz believe it or not you know i think it's a we're blessed that we don't have we're not sick with anything and that we have a gift a voice and that we we we're not deaf or anything. We have to learn sign language. We're able to use our gifts that we were born with, and we weren't defected in any way. And that is not—that's not a coincidence. Like it's a reason that we were, you know. So that's why I, just, I really want to spread just you know a positive atmosphere and like a healthy very healthy outlook on life because not many people i feel like lots of people struggling out there and not looking at life like a possibility you know in in terms of like they feel like they're in a prison or they're trapped doing the same old thing every single day but it's out there you know people who are very depressed and people who have mental health issues because they they're consuming the negative things in life far too much and these negative things are outweighing and it's just pouring 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 in there into their head and people some, some sometimes um people who are like my friends you know like i get i get good vibes from my friends i feel like i can do anything in this world because i have great family and i have great friends but people out there don't have great family and great friends and so i just want to like those are the people i really want to get to like i hope those people listen to this podcast and so they can live a better live a better life so guys we'll be back thank you thank you uh so much for listening appreciate y'all humbled grateful catch y'all next week